0: The end is near. There is a great shaking going on. Hebrews 12:25 through 29. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escaped not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall, they, shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we, receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Our faith will be tried. Our commitment to the Word of God will be tried. These are the last days, and only that which cannot be shaken will survive. Those who cannot be shaken will be those planted firmly on the solid rock, Jesus Christ the righteous, whose name is the Word of God, Revelation 19.13. Be sure you are reading from a majority-text Holy Bible. On the grounds of age and scholarship, that book is the authorized King James Version of the Holy Bible for those reading in English. If you'd like more information on Bible translations, visit the Which Bible series on God Said, Man Said. We have arrived at the end of the world as we know it. It is possible that we can count the years on a hand or two to the very Battle of Armageddon. Prepare to meet your God. Dear visitor, have you been born again? John 3.3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Do you think Jesus Christ ought to be an authority on how to get to heaven? He said one must be born again, born a very real second time, this time of the Spirit of God. That event becoming born again is recorded as a birth certificate in the Lamb's book of life. It is literally recorded at born again and is a key reference point at the final great white throne judgment, Revelation twenty, eleven through 15. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God and the books were opened and another book was opened In just a moment, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt. If you follow me from your heart, everything will change for you. In just a few moments, you will be born a second time by the quickening power of the Holy Ghost. You will have a new father, a new name, a new birth certificate, a new purpose, a Bible filled with promises and answers, and in the hereafter, everlasting life. I am not exaggerating. Today, all your sin and shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be shattered, no matter how formidable they may seem. I must warn you, the Holy Ghost is drawing you into salvation at this moment. If you reject this offer, you may never have this opportunity again. Here is the prompt that I promised. Your eternal soul is in your own hands. Click on the further with Jesus for childlike instructions, and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Luke chapter 20, 34 through 36, And Jesus answering said unto them, The children of this world marry and are given in marriage, but they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. Neither can they die any more, for they are equal unto the angels, and are the children of God being the children of the resurrection. God said, Matthew thirteen forty three. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. God said, Exodus three thirteen and 14, And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Man said, There is no absolute truth like the Bible thumpers preach. I do my own truth. Whatever makes me happy and sometimes makes mine own happy. So what if I'm an empty suit and trying to find myself out there? That's the way I like it. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said feature 1083. That will once again defend the marvelous inerrancy of God's beautiful book. And of course, that's the miracles and all. All of these powerful features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as ammunition in the battle for the lost sons and daughters of Adam. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting today. May God's face shine upon you and all that you put your hand unto with light and truth. The redeemed know the word of God is true, not because of third-party certifications, no, the born of God know that the Word of God is true, not because of our great natural analytic skills, no. The children of God know the Word of God is true, every jot and every tittle, by a certifying standard that sits high and lifted up, even in heavenly places, above all this world's academic cogitations. The very truth of our salvation is established in heavenly places and is not of this world. Romans eight fifteen and 16 For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. I believe Adam and Eve existed because the Bible said so not because microbiology knocked the evolutionists on their aggregate ears when they discovered, yes, all of the world's present population is the product of one common mother and one common father. Science knows these common parents as mtDNA Eve and Y-chromosome Adam. I believe in Noah's Ark and the global flood because the Bible said so, not because there are fish fossils on every mountain peak. The children of God believe the Bible to be true and righteous altogether, not because of third-party attestation, but because the Bible is certified true by the Spirit of truth in Christ Jesus that resides in heavenly places. In Dr. Gillen's book, Believing is Seeing, which we will address further later in this feature, the following childlike but prescient statement is given. The late Swiss-American logician, Verena Hubert Dyson, put it this way, there is more to truth than can be caught by proof. I prefer simply saying, truth is bigger than proof. Our truth reigns supreme over the clamor for proof, but it is exciting to watch the academics confirm the beautiful book, even if inadvertently. Precept upon precept, precept upon precept line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, Isaiah twenty-eight ten. The light of life is a foundational focus of the Bible from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22, and is profoundly pivotal from the beginning of our lives and onto the eternal nature of the born again's promise. In this short series, we have pulled together information from previous God-said-man-said said features, and have added new research and information as we have moved along. Considering the nature of our eternal condition, it is dazzling to note, as Jesus said, ye are the light of the world, Matthew 5, 14, and that light functions at a spiritual in even molecular level. Not only are we light sources here and now, we will also be light sources forever. This is the final installment in the God Said, Man Said Light series. In this feature, we consider the Bible's amazing proclamations regarding light and how today's science is continually tripping over the supernatural and perfect inerrancy of God's holy Bible. Most clamoring for proof that God of the Bible is don't actually believe that proof can be provided. They use this challenge, give me proof, as a cloak with which to cover their sin. I must note that the proof of the God of the Bible is absolutely everywhere, and this cloak of climber will not cover their nakedness on the day of reckoning. The following excerpts are from the God Said, Man Said feature, The Bright and Morning Star in You. After I read the following verses, or you read them yourself, go back and consider them one at a time. Should we take passages like this literally? The answer is, of course. According to God's Word, the born-again will be light sources forever. We will shine in Christ's glory. Revelation 2:26 through 29 And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my Father. And I will give him the morning star, he that hath an ear." Let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Matthew thirteen forty-one through 43 The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their God, who hath ears to hear. Let him hear. Daniel, chapter 12, verse 3, And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness, as the stars forever and ever. Revelation, chapter 1, verse 16, And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. John seventeen five, And now, O Father... Glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was, second Thessalonians two eight and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. First John chapter one, verse five. This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Concerning angels, Luke chapter 20, 34 through 36. And Jesus answering said unto them, The children of this world marry and are given in marriage but they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain the wor- that world and the resurrection from the dead. Neither marry nor are given in marriage. Neither can they die any more, for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. Revelation 10.1 And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire. Even the fallen have an association with light. Luke 10, verse 18. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Revelations 12, 3 and 4, and 7 through 9. And there appeared another wonder in heaven. And behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his heads. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour a child as soon as it was born. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not; neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Should these passages be taken literally? The plain childlike reading shouts, Yes, we will shine like our Savior for absolutely ever. Revelation 21:23. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Revelation 22, 5. And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light and they shall reign forever and ever. Colossians 1, verse 12, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Matthew thirteen forty three. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father, who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Get excited saints. It's not long now, and we shall see him as he is, and it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. End of quote. What is the association of light and forever? Watch as today's science comes knocking on heaven's door. The author of the book Believing is Seeing is Dr. Michael Gillen. The subhead of the book reads, A physicist explains how science shattered his atheism and revealed the necessity of faith. Dr. Gillen's biography reads, Michael Gillen, Ph.D., is a graduate of UCLA and Cornell University with degrees in physics, math, and astronomy. The former science editor for ABC News, he taught physics at Harvard for eight years and is the host of the History Channel series, Where Did It Come From?, and producer of the award-winning family movie, Little Red Wagon. He hosts the weekly podcast Science Plus God with Dr. G, sponsored by K-Love and Air One Radio Networks, is the president of Spectacular Science Productions, and speaks to audiences worldwide. What is the association of light and forever? Let's let Dr. Gillen shed shed some light on this matter. Several excerpts from his book Believing is Seeing follow. Under the heading, Light Exists in a Timeless World, Special relativity also says that time is elastic. As you speed up, say, aboard Elon Musk's starship headed for Mars, your sense of time automatically slows. Your heart rate slows. Your aging slows. This raises a very interesting question. Hypothetically speaking, what if you achieved the the impossible and reached the speed of light? What would happen to your sense of time? Answer, it would slow to a dead stop at which point you'd become a timeless being. Time would cease to exist. There'd be no past, no future, only an eternal now. Under the headline, light has a sacred status in the universe. The scientific and Christian worldviews agree that light and its equivalent, God, has a sacred status in the universe. In particular, here's what they say, science. According to special relativity, the speed of light, designated by the letter C, is a sacred number and a universal constant. Christianity. According to the Bible, God, designated by the Greek letters Alpha and Omega, is sacred and universal. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Apart from me, there is no God. Under the heading, light exists in a timeless world. In particular, here's what science and Christianity have to say about timelessness. Science. At the speed of light, time stops. Light, therefore, is not constrained by time. It is a timeless phenomenon. Christianity, God created time, so he exists outside of it. God, therefore, is not constrained by time. He is a timeless entity. When I first read the Bible story about the burning bush, I found it odd that God says to Moses, I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. But following my analysis of light from a scientific and biblical perspective, I realized it is exactly what a timeless being would say about himself. He would say, I don't have a past, present, or future. I just am. I am who I am. One other thing crossed my mind, as I stated earlier, death is comparable to particle annihilation. When you die, you transform into photons of spiritual light that return to your maker. If that's true, and such a belief is entirely consistent with both the Bible and science, you necessarily escape the timeline. You enter a timeless realm as a spiritual being that just is, just like God himself, and you remain that way. You are who you are forever. End of quotes. The following paragraphs are from the God Said, Man Said feature light series, part three, the saints inheritance in light. The following is an instant replay of light, the Bible, and science. The Bible teaches that there was light before the sun. The world's academics once thought such an idea untenable, but today science theorizes that there was light before the sun, just as the Bible says. Science now knows that if light is refracted at equal wavelengths, it will maintain its original force indefinitely. One can theoretically capture a beam of light in a can— And as long as that light was refracted in equal wavelengths, for example, in a prism-like structure, that can could be opened 30 years later, releasing the beam inside it at its original force. The Bible knows this principle as the single eye focused upon Jesus Christ, the light of the world. If we do not add or subtract from God's Word, giving it exactly as it was given, it will have the same force as when originally spoken. This idea is commonly known as sola scriptura, which is Latin for scriptures alone. No additions, no subtractions, just equal wavelengths. Science has concluded that light is immortal. The Bible teaches that God is light and that he is from everlasting to everlasting, in other words, immortal. Science now knows that words can be converted into light. 3,000 years ago, God's Word states, Psalms 119.105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Psalms one nineteen one thirty. The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Science has concluded that all matter, all physical things, are a product of light. They further theorize that in the next decade or two, it will be proven that light is a product of knowledge and understanding science calls this quantum consciousness the bible teaches that god used his words laden with knowledge and understanding to speak all things into existence and yes god is light biologists discovered that when an egg is injected with a sperm-like enzyme federal law prohibits researchers from fertilizing eggs with actual sperm a flash of light occurs life begins at this flash John 1, 7 through 9, The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. The word is literal. According to Dr. Gillen in his book, Believing is Seeing in Special Relativity, light enjoys a divine-like status in the universe. God is light. God is divine. God is sacred. We are surely just scratching the surface on the marvels of light. Our knowledge here is elementary, but elementary is the goal. Childlike is the approach God will embrace. Light is laden with information. Consider how the cameras of old worked. The camera was loaded with a roll of light-sensitive film, which was then advanced until a number one showed up in the camera's window. Next, the camera was pointed at the subject to be photographed pull the lever, or push the button to open the aperture, which allows the refracted light striking the subject to enter the camera and burn the image on the light-sensitive paper. When the film is processed, the pictures will be returned and will contain the information carried by light. Light is laden with words. The following paragraphs are from the God Said, Man Said, feature Light Series, Part 2, Words and Light. What does today's science know about how light interacts in your body at the cellular level? God is light, and light is laden with the information of life. The Bible says the eye is the light of the body. Keep an ear on those words. As the eye is exposed to info-laden light, the light passes through the retina and is picked up and processed by the eye's photoreceptors called rods and cones. It is then funneled through the optic nerve to the brain, where guess what? The info laden light is converted into words so that I can understand what the info light actually said. The intent of the words is then passed on to every cell in the body. The cells are then energized by the intent of the words, and their laser systems light up and communicate with the other cells in what scientists call the language of light. So we see light to words and words to light. God is light. John 1, uh, 1 John John 1, verse 5, that says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all, and God is words. John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. How do thoughts, silent words, and spoken words, turn into light in the body and produce physical results such as health or disease? The following excerpts are from Dr. Don Colbert's book, Deadly Emotions. We can sum up in one word the basic communication link between what we think in the brain and what we experience in the cells of the body, neuropeptides. Dr. Candace Pert, a noted stress researcher, demonstrated that a certain class of our immune cells, the monocytes, have tiny molecules on their surface called neuroreceptors that are a perfect fit for neuropeptides. All of the monocytes have these receptor sites. The brain produces the neuropeptides, which are chains of amino acids, and conducts them along the nerve cells throughout the body. They are like the keys that fit into the molecular locks of every cell of the body. Dr. Pert has called them bits of brain floating through the body. The brain talks to the immune cells all over the body, and in turn, the immune cells communicate back to the brain using these messengers called neuropeptides. If your brain interprets physical perceptions as anger, fear, or depression, every immune cell in your body knows that interpretation very quickly. End of quote. Matthew six twenty-two and 23. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light but if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness! Revelation 19.13 tells us that Jesus Christ's name is the Word of God, and the Bible declares He is the light of the world. If my eye is singly fixed upon Him, my whole body will be filled with His light. We choose where our eye is fixed." God gives to his children the amazing ability to harness the power of his creation words and to convert them into light and to every cell of the body and every one of nearly one hundred trillion cells, end of quotes. How is this for a strange grouping of words? Two thousand years ago, Colossians 1:12 through 14 reports, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. For the childlike, the amazing light journey begins at the place Jesus calls born again. We once sat in Satan's dark dungeons of blindness, oblivious to the light. But one day, we heard the words of the gospel of Jesus Christ, who is the Word of God and the true light, and the words became the light of deliverance. Matthew four sixteen and 17. The people which sat in darkness saw great light. And to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung up. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Our inheritance wasn't love, peace, wealth, beauty or eternal life. Our inheritance is word light which is the source of all good things, including, of course, the good things just listed. We have inherited the light of life and life more abundantly, even everlasting life and everlasting light. In this present world, our inheritance is demonstrated in the midst of the contradiction. In fact, I might even say most especially in the midst of the contradiction. I'm reminded of Psalms ninety-seven, eleven. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. When we are obedient to the word of God, light is sown even at the molecular level and it is demonstrated by the staggering Holy Ghost benefits we enjoy. End of quotes. And finally, we have arrived at I am that I am. It's not a coincidence that they always end up here because here is all that there is. God's beautiful book is so, so marvelous, even beyond so. God said, Luke 20, 34 through 36. And Jesus answering said unto them, the children of this world marry and are given in marriage, but they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor are given in marriage. Neither can they die any more, for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection." God said, Matthew thirteen forty-three. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father, who hath ears to hear. Let him hear. God said, Exodus three thirteen and 14. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Man said, There is no absolute truth like the Bible thumpers preach. I do my own truth, whatever makes me happy, and sometimes makes mine own happy. So what if I'm an empty suit, and I'm trying to find myself out there? That's the way I like it. Now you have the record.